0: On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk all about green screen or chroma key, whatever you want to call it. We're going to teach you how to do some fun stuff with video using that old green screen technology. And speaking of green screen, Steve, today's episode is made possible by our good friends who help you to light those green screens and shoot those green screens and do audio when you're doing those green screen videos. We're talking about our buddies over at Movo. And these guys have everything that you need from your little lights that you use, LED lights, to your microphones, all sorts of fun stuff. Your stands that you could use to hold your camera. Anything you want to be able to do, especially with green screen, you can do it by heading on over to Raiselinks.com Movo. Check out all the great products they have there. I recommend the LV-1 Lavalier Microphone only about $19 and it's a pretty darn good little microphone you can hook it right to your smartphone so if you've got an iphone or if you've got an android phone of some kind you can hook it right up to that and get some great audio without having to buy all sorts of adapters so check it out the lv1 over at movo head on over raiselinks.com slash movo and let's get into it with our hit song the ray the video guy theme song
1: here it comes
2: And it's the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness, with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper. com is our landing page where you can find all the podcatchers, and you can get social with us. Of course, we are very partial to Apple Podcasts, so uh, give us We'd a five-star review. And uh, Well, yeah. You know, actually, <laughs> um, Apple Podcasts... It, Podcast Republic is a mirror on Androids. Nice. Yeah. So you you just open that up and everything that you get on um, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it, you get in uh, Podcast Republic. Of course. All the kiddies love Stitcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stitcher. Stitcher. We're we're on Stitcher. We're on uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, We're We're everywhere, man. We are everywhere. 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 Everybody. Everywhere you want to be. Everywhere you want to be. My favorite thing when I'm in the car listening to podcasts. Yes, indeed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. So check it out, and of course, leave us some of those great five star reviews because we could use them. We could always use them. It's always nice to do that.
2: And you you interact with your folks a lot, and they've uh, been asking about. Uh, how to do green screening, which uh, seems like every couple of years, people are uh, asking about it. You know, they, they want to
0: know. Yeah, yeah. They sure do. They sure do, Steve. And do you know why they want to know, Steve? Because, Take a guess. because they want to be able to do green screening. That is the exact reason. You are very intelligent. Well... That's the theory. Intuitive, as they say. Intuitive. Yes, intuitive. I am intuitive. Yeah. yeah, you know, green screen, um, Yeah, it's kind of funny. Back, um, back about a year and a half ago, I was doing green screen videos all the time. And the main reason I was doing them all the time was we were, uh, this is before we owned the escape rooms. So my office was downtown in Snellville, beautiful Snellville, Georgia, uh-huh. right by the city hall. And in that uh, that office, I had a really, really nice green screen, but I didn't really have anything else. I didn't have much of a set. Like I kind of, you know, if you see my set nowadays, it's kind of the same. I've got the wood background and all that, but didn't have a lot of different things that we could shoot on. So green screen was really the only way to do anything other than the simple stuff where I was sitting at my desk with the uh, wooden background, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I was a huge advocate, still am, but I was a huge advocate of using the Roscoe green screen paint on the wall mm-hmm. because it does an amazing job. Mm-hmm. But now fast forward a year and a half later, we've got a much bigger location because we got the, uh, the entire escape room. I can shoot inside places like an old cabin or um, you know what looks like a beat up old motel or a sci-fi lab. I got so many cool places to shoot, but I don't have a green screen here. I mean, yeah, I, I could pull out, I, you know, I've got some of those fabric ones, you know, you know, tucked away in my back little video closet here and things like that. But I don't have a good green screen like I did back there. So I don't do a ton of it anymore. Plus, in my office, I built a what I think is a pretty nice little background with lights and everything else. And so when I'm shooting at my desk, it, it looks pretty good. we got the TV screen behind me and everything else so we can put things in there. And so I don't have that. Same need for green screen all the time, but I do miss some of the fun things we did, like uh, when I did Thumbnail Blaster and you know was a superhero flying through the air, yeah. or when I uh, did the uh, uh, the mock version of uh, uh, The Joy of Painting, you know where he used a green screen for what he was doing, and so I kind of mimicked that. And, and had some fun for some of the products that we do, and, and of course, my pirate stuff that I did for some of the other ones. And we had a lot of fun with the well, green screen.
2: You also had, like, a news set or something, a well, really yep, nice-looking news that's set. That's
0: really used. nice news sets that uh, I actually had built. Um, I hired a, a guy who does, usually does mock-ups for, like, buildings and things, so when you know architectural mark, mock-ups. And I said, hey, I want studios built. So he built me, like, four or five really nice studios. Well, let me change that. He built me about three or four really nice studios out of the five that he built <laughs> One of them was like, uh, yeah, it's not quite as good as those other ones you made me but uh, no so we made, we made a few and, and I would like to make more at some point in time but um, we've had a lot of people ask about green screen lately about the lighting. In fact on, on Facebook um, one of the uh, other marketers was asking questions about green screen so I and uh, our good buddy who I was just talking to a few minutes ago, Online, our good buddy Brett Ratecki said, oh, you got to ask Ray about the green screen. He'll tell you all about that. And boy, did I ever. I made diagrams <laughs> and wrote a, a novel to him and, and everything else um, because I love green screen. And it's nowadays, it's not that hard to do. But I want to talk a little bit not only about how to properly do it so that anybody can green screen, but talk a little bit about you know, why it's such a cool thing, where it came from, and how much we probably don't appreciate the fact that we can do green screen with our smartphone in our living room, if we want to, compared to uh, just, you know, a, a decade ago where it was pretty difficult to do. And so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, because, you know, it, it has come such a long way and it's such a cool thing to be able to do. Um, and I go so back. Million. Million. million, You know, Steve, hey, you know video toaster is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I remember that first came out. We were all amazed by it. Yep. So I had I had the video toaster. Believe it or not, that actually didn't do green screen. Uh, at least not not out of the box. There were some you know some other tools you could add to it that did green screen. It did what was called luma keying instead of chroma keying. So what you would do is you'd stand in front of a big white screen and the white would disappear instead of the, the color green or the color blue. Oh. And uh, not nearly as good. Not nearly as. That's that's why you used to get if you remember when you used to see green screen in the old days the the person kind of looked weird. Yeah. Like they looked kind of faded, uh-huh. you know? And uh-huh. the Luma key would kind of do that to you. It didn't do a great job of, of keying it on. Some of the green screens did too. But back in the day, you know, we went from analog cameras to digital cameras in the mid 90s, where we started to go to like, uh, you know, mini DV and right. DV tapes and things like that, uh, which was great. But we ran into submission. Now, this is, of course, before HD existed. So we're still back in the, you know, the old, uh, the old standard definition television times. Uh-huh. And when you shoot with an analog camera, you get 100% of all the information is going onto that tape, which means when you wanted to do a green screen, you've got everything that you need. You bring that into a program, and you're able to take that green and make it disappear, and you could do it live, and you could do a pretty good job with it. Well, fast forward to the digital cameras coming out. We're still in standard definition, but these digital cameras start becoming a thing, and they look a hundred times better than most of the analog cameras. They just look crisper. Their colors are brighter. However, from a technical standpoint, the way that they actually worked was to, even though they looked, you know, the colors looked amazing, um, it actually compressed the video to be digital by removing color so it actually took color information out so you couldn't with the naked eye you couldn't see that it looked better the color looked better than it did on a lot of the analog cameras from back in the day but in reality it was removing color information in order to compress that video down to fit it onto a tape or onto a computer and the problem with that was if you tried to do green screen you didn't have all of that information in your digital videos to be able to green screen well. So it did a terrible job. I see. It was very, very difficult to do green screen with some of that digital video stuff. And it would look very blocky and, and weird and it, it was not easy. However, uh, fast forward a couple years beyond that, actually probably more like seven or eight years beyond that. And we started to get uh, video that was done in a totally different way where we started to see compression done Without compressing the color information as much, and we started to see cameras that used um, different types of sensors in them that were much better for picking up all that information. And we started, you know, those are the, like the HVAC. Uh, sorry, HVAC. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. We went from the DV chips, which were the we had, the, you know, three color chips inside there, and then you started to get into um, different kinds of chips that would hold more information and all of a sudden you could start doing green screen a little bit better and then we started getting into HD times and then that's where things really took off because the compression was done completely differently and your color information was all there plus it was high definition so you really had a lot to work with and now all of a sudden you could do green screening without even thinking twice about it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so that was a really exciting thing. And that's when people started to really do a lot more of that, even like, you know, in their homes and, and, you know, for things like YouTube and whatnot, which technically speaking, by that point in time, YouTube was not even around yet. Um, and, you know, YouTube, believe it or not, did not come out until 2005. So we're talking about right now, we're talking about barely reaching 2005 as we're getting into all these things. So it was kind of a new thing. Um, but, you were able to start doing green screen with your home cameras, with your, um, your, your prosumer level cameras. And eventually, as things moved on, and we're going to go way past now, people started getting cell phones with really, really good cameras in them. And you could start doing your green screen right with your cell phone. And nowadays, pretty much any cell phone can take a nice enough video to do green screen real easily. And, of course, you could buy almost any camera and do green screening very easily as well, because everything is 4K, sometimes 8K, and uh, you know, high quality, good picture, and as long as you've got the right lighting, you can do green screen very, very easily. So point being, at one point in time, it was very difficult to do green screen, so we have it so much easier today, and you know, I complain if I've got green screen footage where I have to put five minutes of work into uh, cleaning it up in order to get a good green screen out of it when in reality you know a couple years before that holy cow it would have been an absolute nightmare and you know we wouldn't have been able to do it in many cases so we have it very very easy these days we're not going uh, you know um to school uphill in snow both ways anymore that that's not the case like in my day it was a, a lot tougher and and going back i mean i remember the days when i worked in tv news where you know, we still had to, you had to have meters to make sure that the lighting was proper on the background and meters to make sure that the weather guy was lit correctly so that the green screen would work properly. And, you know, it was a lot of work. There was a lot of technical aspects that went into it. And now, you know, my daughter can pick up her smartphone and, and shoot on a green screen and do something really cool in about five minutes. Wow. So it's, it's a very, very different world out there and we are much luckier for it. I mean, heck, you can even do fake green screen effects when you're doing a, a Zoom video, for goodness sakes, or, 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 you know, whatever program that you're using on Skype or, or, or this and that. You can actually do it live. Uh, we've got tools here. We do Mimo Live. We've got live, full green screen capabilities right inside the system where we can do that at any time. We see kids that are doing uh, video game videos and they green screen themselves into the corner, you know, on a daily basis to, to do their little Twitch videos. That's right. I mean, it's incredible the way that we've come, but of course, while it is kind of easy to do that, if you watch a lot of those Twitch videos and whatnot, you'll notice that they don't do it super well, but there are ways we can do it super well, and that's what I want to go over today is how can you make sure that you have the best chance of having the best green screen video that you can possibly get, and there's a lot of little tricks involved in this that that can really make a big difference when you're doing that. We're going to talk a little bit about lighting. We're going to talk about positioning. We're going to talk about the type of green screen that you use to make sure that you get the best of all things. Now, going back, if you've got a nice office where you could paint an entire wall, I do. I still recommend that you do that. If you can paint a wall with that Roscoe green screen paint, you're going to find it is very, very good. And it, Do not just go to Home Depot and buy a, a green color paint and paint the wall. That will work but there are huge differences between regular paint and what roscoe does with their chroma key paint and i'm going to tell you a little bit about that because uh, there is down at home nepo there is a um, uh, a type of paint that a lot of people do use and i think it's called like green apple or something of that nature and it's very very close to the official chroma key color Uh, however Here's the difference between using the official Roscoe green screen paint and there's other companies by the way that make chroma key paint too it's not just Roscoe they're just the easiest one to uh, to find usually um, there are other you know there are other companies that make it so check around but the big difference between the Roscoe green screen paint and even flat paint that you'd get at the Home Depot and that is the way that the color actually spreads along the surface when you light it up with the paints that you're going to get from the Home Depot, if you're going to light that background with a couple of lights, you're going to find that it's going to be really bright in one spot and it's going to fade off on the ends. And that's going to be a case with anything. However, with the Roscoe green screen paint, I don't know what they do. I don't know why, it, why or how it's different, but it tends to diffuse that light and spread it over a bigger area so that you can get a much cleaner green screen when you go to put it into the software. You're going to get a much better result with that. Um, than when you just use regular paint and and I've tested both. So I, and there, if you want, there's uh, videos on YouTube that show the difference. They'll even recommend, here's the paint you can get from, from Home Depot. Here's the Roscoe paint and they shine lights on it. And you can see, you know, the, the light that goes onto the regular paint looks like a spotlight and the one that's on the Roscoe paint looks a lot more even, even though they're using the exact same light on both of them. So it does make a difference. So if you're going to do the wall, definitely go for the real green screen paint. It is going to make life a lot easier. And it's really not any more expensive than going and getting a bucket of paint at Home Depot. I think um right now I I, I think the roscoe paint you can get for like 60 bucks for for the uh the paint can and I think at Home Depot a regular can of paint is about 50 bucks. So there's really not much of a difference at all. And you'll just get a much better result. And the way you want to do that is literally just paint the wall as evenly as you can, top to bottom, left to right. Make sure it's nice and smooth, and you're going to get a really nice green screen. And I'll tell you right now, when I first painted the wall in that office and I did my first video, I was absolutely blown away at not only how simple it was to just click a button and have it green screen without having to tweak this color and tweak this over here and select the corner because the corner is darker. And it was just one click. And it was the cleanest green screen I'd ever done. Like if I lifted my hands, you didn't see like the green webbing between your hands. Like you get a lot of times um, when you don't have the best lighting. So it's a very, very, um, it's a very, very good way to get a nice green screen key is by making sure you use a nice background like that. And the paint works very well. And of course the lighting makes a big difference. And we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Now, uh, if you don't have the green wall, which we don't have here, so I don't have an, a green wall to use at this location, at least not right now. If we move things around, we may that may change in the future. I've got my paint still. i still got a bucket of the paint back here. So if we ever find a spot, I can certainly do that, but it um, doesn't look like we'll be doing that here. However, what I did was, because I was, after somebody was talking about um, the green screens the other day, I'm like, man, I really need to do green screen again. So I went and I ordered a background. Um, now, obviously, there's a lot of different types of backgrounds that you can get. In the old days, I used to use a green, um, basically almost like a, a sheet, really, a bed sheet kind of. It was, a, you know, it was just a green piece of cloth, a giant piece of cloth, and you would string it up onto – I had a, a background, um, two poles and a pole that went across the top, and I would clip – The green screen around that and that worked okay but of course it gets wrinkly and it's got folds from where it was folded and you know you try to iron it out a little bit and it still doesn't want to iron out flat and so you still got to deal with the creases and so it's not the best situation um, but it's cheap you can get those things for you know 30 bucks the the green screens you can pin them to the wall if you get a stand you know you can get another whole stand for 50 dollars to add into that so for less than a hundred dollars you've got an okay green screen um your lighting isn't going to diffuse as well when you light it up so you're going to be putting a lot more work into the green screening but it can certainly work what i ended up getting was uh if you've ever seen some of those pop-up stands or or pop-up signs that people use like at uh, festivals where they come in and it's got the big metal flat thing and they pull it up like a almost like a a, um um almost like a, a a window shade but in reverse so you pull it up instead of down or one of those uh, projector screens that you used to see in school so it's kind of like that but it pulls from the bottom so that's what I got was a, a big version of that uh, and there's a lot of them available on Amazon I ended up getting the really I found a really large one because most of these the issue that I had and the reason I didn't order them immediately was a lot of them are about 58 inches wide and 70 to 75 inches tall and that's okay but um 58 inches wide you know that's not a lot of room to move um you're going to have to be standing you know right in the center and if you put your arms out to your side you know straight out on either side you're probably going to go off the screen or come pretty close and so what i went with was one that was uh it was 97 inches wide i believe or 90 something inches wide and still about uh, 80 inches tall, so it's definitely tall enough and definitely wide enough to have multiple people on there or to walk back and forth a little bit, move your arms around because I tend to, when I do videos, I tend to talk with my arms quite a bit. And uh, so that's that's what I ended up getting. It's going to be here to, between tomorrow and Monday, sometime between tomorrow and Monday, it should arrive here. And uh, I actually did a video, Steve. Uh, I haven't finished, I haven't put it up yet, but it was a video of me going through. Amazon and finding the green screen that I wanted to get and then once the green screen gets here we'll do a, a, some test videos on it and have some fun with it but um, where are you gonna where are you gonna put it at there it, it'll be on YouTube no well yeah but I mean put that's the beauty of it it's 100% portable so I can put it in a closet and pull it out just when I need it oh okay because yeah. it it, uh, it literally it when it comes out it's just a almost like a, a long thin metal case So you could literally stick it in the back of your car, in the back seat of your car or your trunk or whatever. You can pull it out. You put it down. You grab it. You just go and you just pull it up and it locks into place by itself. And when you're done, you just push it back down and carry it away. And uh, it's going to give you a really nice... Muslin screen that, uh, or I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't say muslin because I'm not sure if this one's muslin or not, but I know a lot of them are. Um, but it should give you that perfect green color. Mm-hmm. It should diffuse the light really nicely. It should be nice and smooth and very easy and portable. You can't take the uh, painted wall with you when you move around. Um, and uh, even with some of the other ones, where you've got the, even though you got that nice cheap, you know, bed sheet material that's green that they say is a green screen, that's if you need to take that with you, it's going to be a pain in the neck. With this. You pick it up, you carry it with you, you put it down, it's like a projector screen, you pull it up, and boom, you're ready to go. And they make the opposite version, too, which is the pull-down version of that, where you hang it on the wall and you pull it down kind of like those uh, maps that the uh, teachers had back in our day, Steve. Yeah. You know, they'd pull down the world map, and then they'd pull down the U.S. map, and they kind of work like that, or the projector screens. Well, this is great for you because
2: you just really don't have a place to leave a green screen there. In the yep. facility that you're in. Exactly. I mean, you know, when you bought the escape room, you you took a closet for your office. <laughs> and uh, and um,
0: you, I mean, there's places where you can set up a green screen. There, you just can't leave it there. So that's perfect. Yeah, we we've got a beautiful place out front, um, where we could shoot things all the time. And and um, you know, I can just pop the screen up there and do it, or I can pop it in one of the rooms because they like, said so we're closed on Mondays, so it's a perfect day to shoot things, or during the day before we open. When you say up front, like
2: your reception area, or
0: yeah, there's yeah. a we, well, we've got. This place is uh, poorly laid out. It's got two giant reception areas in the front uh, because this was two locations put together. And so each one has kind of a front room in it. And uh, it's a waste of space. But that second front room is just a big rectangle that doesn't have a lot in it. That's where we take pictures after people play their games. So we could even use it in there and put people in front of the green screen if we wanted to and and have some better pictures. But that seems like too much work, so we probably won't do that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just makes life a lot easier. So if you got the chance to do that, I would grab one of those. They're not crazy expensive. Um, some of the ones that we looked at, because we looked at some nice ones back a while ago, and they were in like the twelve to thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollar range. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. Um, and this one I got for the the fifty eight inch ones, you could get for anywhere between a hundred, well actually as low as eighty dollars up to a hundred and fifty depending upon the brand. And the big wide one like I got, I got for um, one eighty five. So very, very good price. We'll see if it's good quality for 185 bucks, but uh, it had good reviews, so hopefully it'll be a nice one. And, you know, it just didn't cost a fortune, so you can get this up and running pretty quickly. It's not as cheap as $50 bucket of paint, um, but it's much more portable, you know, so it should do well for us. Yeah, you just don't have a room where you can paint the wall green there. Yeah, you know. at least at least not right now, anyway. Yeah, yeah, maybe at
2: some point. So now, okay, so you 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 talked about the green screening, and this sounds like a really good solution. This portable green screen on Amazon, but um, are there lighting considerations? Can you just throw a light on yourself, or what do you do?
0: Well, you can to an extent, and and this is the this is where things, um can be good or they can be great. It's, it's up to you. And it also depends on how much room you have. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a ton of space, um, what a lot of people do is they will get a lighting kit on Amazon. So you can get, you know, a three point lighting kit or even a two, just a two point lighting kit for a hundred bucks on Amazon, 150 bucks. And what that's going to give you is it's going to give you either two or three lights. And if you don't have a lot of space and all you've got is your two lights, what you want to do is put one on the, in front of you to the left of the camera one in front of you on the right of the camera kind of crisscross the the lighting onto yourself and then use that to also light the background at the same time this is what a lot of people do this is not ideal okay and i just want to stay, say that right up front this is what you do if you can't afford a lot of lights or you don't have the space to put a lot of lights and you have to make concessions this would be where you make the concessions. Take the two lights, put one in front of you to the right, one in front of you to the left, have them cross angle onto your face and then have it hit the background as well to light up the background and try to angle it so that your shadow that you might make does not fall onto the green screen mm-hmm. because you, you're at an angle. So the sh- your shadow goes to the left and to the right and doesn't get on the screen. And you should be able to get something that is usable, especially if you've got a good green screen that's going to diffuse light well. Um, you you can do that and you should be okay. But again, this is not ideal. So, you know, if you if you want to do this right, you're going to follow what I'm going to talk about next. But this is one way to do this very inexpensively, very quickly, and without taking up a lot of space. Yeah. Okay, so that would be a two point lighting system that. Where your your light that's on you will also cover the background. Uh, typically, you want a diffuser on those lights, so it could be a, a big white box on the lights or some other type of diffusion. Um, even if it's um, even if you've got LED lights, you're probably going to want to put some sort of a diffuser on those. Usually, those lights will come with a plastic square that you can put over it that that's white and fuzzy, and uh, you know will, will soften up that lighting so it's not so harsh. Um, but Here's the recommended way that you want to do that. So take those two lights that we just talked about that are shooting on you. Do almost the exact same thing, except now don't worry about lighting the background. Those lights are only going to be to light your front, your face, your body, whatever it is that you've got in front of that camera. Those two lights are just going to do that. Um, And because you're just lighting yourself at that point, what you probably want to do is have one of them be a little bit brighter than the other so that you've got one side that's a little brighter and one side that's a a little darker just adds a little bit of depth to the video it just makes it look a little more natural if one side's a little darker than the other so you can do that with those two lights to really make yourself look good and this is what you would do even if you weren't doing green screen so that's Basically going to give you a good lighting setup, and that 's what you want to do in any situation is make sure that you 've got good lighting on you now for the green screen itself, what you want to do is you want to be a good let 's say four feet away from that green screen you don 't want to be right on top of it. many people will shoot their videos and they 'll be practically touching that wall. You do not want this one it 's going to make shadows on the green screen with any lighting that you do, and two the reflection of that light off the wall is going to start to fall onto you and you will start to disappear when you do the the green screening. So you don't want to do that. So you want to stay away so that green light is not reflecting back onto you and you're not casting shadows. So if you can stay a good four feet away from the the wall and then the camera can be another three or four feet away from you, that's going to give you a, a pretty decent setup. But then what you want to do is you want to get two more lights similar to the ones that are on you these again can be diffused lights in fact they should be diffused lights um what i use is i use two um of those gigantic curly q bulbs and i've got a big soft box around it now soft box is that gigantic box that has the white front on it so that everything looks really soft when you when you turn those lights on so i use two of those one on each side of the green screen and it just floods that green screen with light okay and that's going to help to make sure that, uh, that you know you can screen that out really, really well. Make sure when you look in the camera, you don't want to see like, dark corners. Dark corners are going to be the, the thing that really messes things up for you. So try to make the light as even as possible. I put the lights almost comically low, especially because you got that big soft box on there. So I, I've got those lights, gosh, probably um, the top of them at about four feet in the air. And those those soft boxes are a good two feet tall. So, um, you know, from two feet off the ground to about four feet is where I usually put them. And that will give you a nice even light throughout the whole thing, top to bottom. Usually when we see issues with green screens, it's those bottom right and left corners of the of the video where things get dark and cause problems. So if you can light those up. That would be really, really good for you. Um, if you've got a really big green screen and you're really doing it up, and you've got a ton of money to uh, to to spend on this, and you've got a ton of space, you could have lights on the bottom and lights on the ceiling that shoot to the top of it as well to really even that out. But for most situations, unless you've got a gigantic green screen, just having the one softbox on either side is going to be enough. And again, you can get those two pack of, of stands, lights, and the softboxes for hundred bucks. So you're going to be into this for you know $400 at this point in time. Uh, But I can guarantee you, if you're going to do multiple videos, this will be more than worth it. Now, the next thing that we have is we add what's called a backlight. Now, the two lights that we just talked about are background lights because they're lighting up the background. But the last thing that we like to add is what's called a backlight. Now, a backlight is a smaller light and its job is to be behind you and off to the side, and shooting your the back of your head and your shoulders. Now, the reason you do this is because this is going to help build separation in the video itself. So when you see somebody on screen, they're going to be lit in the front, their face is going to be lit, and you're going to have a light that's not super strong, not super crazy, but it's just going to highlight the top of your head, down your, your, where your ear is, and over your shoulder, and then down your arm, And it's going to just give a little bit of a a light touching that area, and that's going to help to give it more of a three-dimensional look in the end, and it will help you separate yourself from that background, and it's going to make your green screen look even better. So in this case here, we've got five lights that we've set up for this, the two background lights, the two lights that are in front of you shooting you, and the one backlight that's kind of shooting the, the backside of you to, uh, to give that little bit of light and a little bit of separation, and it's going to make life a whole lot easier. So again, get a three-point lighting kit. Usually those come with the two big lights and the one backlight, okay? And then you can just get another set of two lights for the background lights. Um, if you need to go a little cheaper, nowadays, if you go to Home Depot or Walmart, the old work lights, we used to use work lights as video lights all the time back in the day, but nowadays those work lights are led lights they are better than ever you can use those as lights in in your background or however you want to use them um and they'll do a great job they really really will you may need to soften them up a little bit in some way you can order something called tough spun off of the internet and what that is it's kind of like this they almost look like dryer sheets um but they're made of a do not use dryer sheets by the way you'll probably light a fire but they kind of look like a dryer sheet in that they're like this fuzzy white material and you can put them over lights and it makes the lights diffused and soft and so you can get some of that if you need to to put on there and you know you'll spend two to three dollars getting a little bit of that and that will soften up those lights there but you can do all of this again you know the lighting kit the three-point lighting kit probably 150 bucks the two background lights 100 bucks um so you're at 250 there you know, to, to do all of that. You could also by the way, if you're going to do this 3-point lighting kit, you could also get a ring light for the front as well. A ring light can replace the two lights that are in the front and then you just get the two background lights. So you could save a little bit there. You'd, you'd have to order your background uh, your back your back light separately, but those are fairly cheap. Um, you know, so it, uh, it it's a great way to be able to set that up. And like I said, you're going to find it is so much easier. You bring that into Final Cut Pro, or Adobe Premiere, or whatever program you use, you're going to find that you're going to hit green screen, and boom, it's just going to clear that green right out of there without hardly any work whatsoever, and it's going to look better than you've ever seen before. And I'm talking about green screen, even through your hair and your fingers when you hold your hands up, you'll be able to, to key all of that out a lot better than you normally would. It's going to give you a beautiful image. Um, and this works, by the way, if you're doing live video and you're doing live green screening, even better. Because... Doing post-production inside of Final Cut or Adobe Premiere or whatever software you use is a lot easier for green screening than live video. Live video, it's got to be perfect, and it's got to just work. You, there's no real adjustments. Once you go live, you're, you're live. So you've got to make sure, even if it's live to tape, you, you're going live. You've got to make sure that it's done perfectly the first time. And so you want to make sure that you've got the best lighting possible to make that happen. And, uh, you know, you get a good screen that diffuses light well. You get these lights in there. You're going to have a really, really nice green screen image. And believe me, I've done this lighting setup and used some of those cloth backgrounds. You're still going to run into issues with those cloth backgrounds, even if you're doing the lighting like this. So highly recommend you get something a little bit better than those the cloth backgrounds um, if you're going to do this, you know, at a higher level. So there you go. That is my little talk on green screen video and how you can do it in a more professional manner.
2: That's right. Very good. Good stuff. Yeah, I hope so.
0: I hope yeah. that's helpful to somebody.
2: Well, if, 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 if you're really going to do green screening, that's the way to do it. And I like the idea of this portable green screen that you found on Amazon. You say you got a video out there about how you found it? Not yet, but I will. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. So that's coming. Okay. Very good. Yep. We'll update it as soon as we get the uh, the green screen in and get to test that out.
2: Yeah, well that that sounds great. Yeah, well I'd, I'd be interested to see how that uh, how that works. So.
0: And and if you're looking for a, one of these pull up green screens, I mean just go to Amazon. There's there are ones by a ton of different companies. Uh, oh, Elgato is a very popular one uh, that you can get your hands on. You can also get uh, newer N E E W E R. They make uh, a variety of them. And then there's a whole bunch of smaller third party ones. And and what I bought was actually one of the smaller third party ones. I was going to get the Elgato. Uh, because I trust that company, and, and I know that they make good products, but they don't make one that's wider than the 58, so oh, I wanted to get one no. that's wider. Okay. And so we're testing a company that I've never heard of, and but they've got good reviews, so we'll see how well it goes once it gets here. It, it may be terrible, and if it's terrible, we'll say that as well.
2: Well, those Amazon reviews mean a lot, especially yep. if they go into a lot of detail, which in many cases they will. So. Yeah, I sure do. Very good. Now, I, I've heard that another way uh, to make your videos better
0: is uh, with products from Movo. Well, you know, Steve, that's totally true. Yes. And that includes microphones because you got to get that sound, right? You've right. got a great green screen video, but you sound terrible or people can't understand you. Well, they're going to turn off that video faster than you can make it. And you don't want that to happen. So you need to have a good microphone when you're making these videos. And I'll tell you, the, uh, the one that I used while I was making my little green screen video, well, there's a couple of microphones, actually. Uh, one was the, uh, uh, I used the LV-1 for a small section of it. Mm -hmm. And then when I had to move into another area where I had to move around more, I actually used the WMX-1 wireless microphone from Movo. So that's a lapel mic with the wireless system there. And uh, I got that as part of the iVlog package. And the iVlog package had the wireless microphone. It has uh, an extra lens. It's got a stand. It's got a, a mini tripod. It's got all sorts of cool things in that one package and then when I was recording uh, at my desk, I was using uh, a different one called the VSM-5, which is a nice little podcasting microphone. Hmm. And so you can get all of these by heading on over to Movo at raiselinks.com slash Movo and, uh, you know, pick up some microphones. And if you do, reach out to me because we've got a free bonus pack that goes along with anything that you get at Movo. So buy from Movo Reach out to me, and I will get you a bonus pack that includes all sorts of fun video production stuff. Mm. So do that, let me know, and I'll make sure that you get your free stuff. com slash M-O-V-O for Movo. Hey, are you ready to hit that funky music? I am ready for that funky music, Steve, so here it comes. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the
1: Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. YouTube Ninja Tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy.